Good morning and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. I'm back from vacation uh, so we can make more episodes. So I'm sure all of you are thrilled and glad and enthused to be here this morning on our fine, fine crisp Friday morning. Uh, leading up to match day, oh boy, match day nine. Uh, uh, a lot of Saturday action. And then just a single game on Sunday and Monday. Uh, one of which doesn't isn't going to be very good. Uh, it's the Monday one, by the way. It's the Monday one. Uh, but I uh, listen. We did have a little bit of uh, did have a little bit of USMNT action over the time off. I'm sorry, we took off a whole a whole episode. Uh, Jeremy didn't look great. I mean, we we got off had a fine first half. We're a first half team, is apparently what it is. First half team, uh, because first half Pulisic got himself a goal in there, and then Germany looked like Germany, and we ended up losing three to one. And then we went over to well, well, we hosted the Ghana Black Stars there in uh, Nash Vegas, down there in your neck of the woods, and. Once again, first half team, but this time we didn't fall apart in the second. In fact, we did quite well in the first with four goals coming from uh, Gio getting over his little spat there with Bear Halter, getting on the score books. The score books. I think I just combined two different terms. Uh, Pulisic getting another goal with a PK. Uh, Balogun getting an assist from Timmy, Tim Wea, And then... Pulisic getting Gio Reyna the brace all in the first half, taking down the Ghana Black Stars four to nil. So we played better than that. We played better than the team we should have, and we lost to the team we were supposed to. So that's that's par for the course as far as I'm concerned with the Madden's national team. We play good against teams we should be beating, and we look like the side that we are against teams that are better than us. Yeah, I was hopeful. Because Ghana put them, put us four years ago, we'd probably lose to Ghana or draw. Like, I think we've taken a step up. For sure. It's making me hopeful for 2026 mm-hmm. because, as you listed, all those names Fair are enough. like 25 and below. Right. So they're going to be kind of hitting their prime as we go into the World Cup. I'm going USA by a thousand. You know, there's, if we lose, we should just disseminate our soccer team. Oh, wow. It's yeah. our first and last hurrah. Uh, well, not our first because we've hosted the World Cup previously, but definitely the last if we're going to disband thereafter. Uh, that would be disappointing. The, it raises the stakes. Definitely raises the stakes. But we'll move on from international duty back to the domestic league of, well, not domestic for us, but general domestic duty there in England. EPL starting off with the first match of Saturday, match day nueve. Liverpool hosting Everton, the one everyone is looking forward to because it's such an equally matched clash there in Liverpool. This is the this they're both in Liverpool, right? Isn't Everton in Liverpool? It's a Merseyside Derby. Yeah, Merseyside Derby. Good one. So I, we- I enjoy these games because Everton always makes it a game mm-hmm. even if they get slaughtered 3-0 it's usually entertaining it's still chippy yeah it's still chippy and i don't think everton pulls it out but i do think they make it interesting my prediction was 2-1 liverpool 2-1 liverpool and i think I, it'll be like a late 70 80th minute goal mm-hmm. 
Liverpool to win. Yeah, I've got it as two all Liverpool. I think that they're they're kind of coasting right now. They're doing pretty well, uh, and Everton. I, they're just been doing better. Been doing better. They've been doing better. I mean, they're not in the relegation zone currently, so that's an improvement. Uh, yeah. But I still think they're Everton, so I don't think that they. I don't think they get one in there. Um, yeah, so I think Liverpool takes Merseyside two nil from Everton. Uh, and then we'll take a little bit of a stroll down to Vitality Stadium in Bournemouth. I think that's down. Um, couldn't tell you where Bournemouth is on the uh, in the British Isle there, but my Wolves take on Bournemouth at Vitality Stadium. I'm optimistic for this one. Uh, as dangerous as that is, I am mm. optimistic for this one. I've got my Wolves taking the full three, two to one over Bournemouth. We kind of need it. Yeah, I. I mean, Brentford has been that team. They've gotten oh so close so often mm-hmm. this season. I think that they pull this one out. I think this isn't a game that Burnley gets points. I think they win three to one. Oh, that's so disappointing. And you've been so pro Wolves the past. I mean, I think you're just coming to your senses a little bit. I've I've let myself be clouded by a recent success, uh, and I'm choosing them over Bournemouth. I mean, Bournemouth's not good, so that that makes it so it's somewhat reasonable. But yeah. Yeah, I it could very well go that poorly. Um, speaking of going poorly, we'll move down to Brentford and Burnley. Burnley being the one that's speaking of poorly. Uh, how, how do you have this one shaken out? Brentford, one of those sides that that you never know which team you're going to get. So I so I did just give you my Brentford Burnley prediction. I did not give you my Bournemouth Wolves prediction. Oh, so that's three <laughs> one Brentford Burnley. Yeah. Okay, that the makes Wolves more Burnley. sense. That's the Wolves. I have a one-one draw. Okay, that's think, yeah. That that's. I think Wolves are good enough to win, but I don't think they can win because they seem to only be able to beat Man City. So, I I don't know. I think it's a draw, one-one. They'll yeah. be a bit sluggish coming back from the international break, but one-one. And then for Brentford Burnley, you got three-one. Yeah, I've got it four-nil for Brentford. Uh, at the yeah. G Tech Community Stadium, there Burnley's just not, just not good. That's really the problem. They're close to being good, but they're, they're like so close to being like, hey, they could they could sneak up on you. They just don't do it. Having yeah. boy, having a negative thirteen goal difference on only eight matches does not instill confidence in you. Does not instill confidence in the slightest. Uh. Yeah, not great. Uh, we will now go to one of the one of the headliners. This is gonna. I'm gonna classify this one as the barn burner for the weekend because it's very important for one side. Uh, Manchester City hosts Brighton Hove Albion at Etihad Stadium in Manchester. Did the boys figure it out? That's the question because they have lost two in a row in the Premier League. Would say you. Yeah. I- I don't think Pep has ever lost three in a row in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. I don't think he loses three in a row this time. I think it ends up being four to two. Whoa, okay. I think Brighton's good enough to put two past us. For sure. I think that we'll – got a couple guys a lot healthier coming out of the break, and then Grealish is fully healthy now. Mm -hmm. 
couple of defenders are getting back to full fitness. So you'll have um, uh, whose guy was he was on red card? Uh, Rodri. Uh, yes, Rodri. He'll Rodri. be. He'll be rough. He'll be back. That'll be big. I should have remembered that when I was making these predictions. I think that I don't have you losing, but I do have a two-two draw. Because I Brighton, Brighton can do that. Brighton could do that. They could pull like a three-three draw. As a matter of fact, but um, also lose six to one. They could. Man, I'm going against protocol. Brighton's supposed to be three to one. Shoot, uh. shoot. That's fine. The last time that they drew, which was last week, it was a 2-2 draw. So I'm going to stick with it. Stick with it. James's Park for another Newcastle clash, this time with Crystal Palace. What team are we going to get today for Newcastle? I've, I've got them going. I'm, gonna, I'm saying that they keep rolling 2-0 uh, over Crystal Palace. It could happen. Yeah, I'm going 1-1 draw. Mm-hmm. I think Newcastle will be kind of peeking over the edge uh, towards the Champions League. They have Dortmund, which is probably the easiest team within their yeah. division. And I think it's at Newcastle. I, we'll figure that out on our next episode. But they do have Bortman, Dortmund, the Dortmund, yeah. Borussia Dortmund coming up. And I think that uh, I think they might be overlooking Crystal Palace. I'm going one-one draw. One-one draw. I do have the. Uh, it is at Newcastle, so they get they get to host Dortmund this midweek. I think they'll overlook them. I think Crystal Palace will come out and get it. I think they did more. that last time. I can't remember. I'd have to check our records. I don't want to do it right now, though. So we will go down. Oh boy, I just saw which matches up next. It's Nottingham Forest and Luton Town. Um, Match of the weekend. Yeah, just the one that everybody's looking out for. Luton. Boy, Luton and Sheffield, man. They're just not good. And Burnley, for that matter. All the sides that came up are not looking great at staying up. Uh, Luton has just peeked their head out from the relegation zone. But I think I think Nottingham Forest puts them back in. Well, won't put them back in it just because of the other results that happened this weekend. But 3-1 uh, to one, Nottingham Forest is my prediction. I think that Nottingham Forest is has improved over previous over last season. Um, I think that they've shown that they are not a relegation side, uh, as opposed to what my my preseason predictions would have stated, uh, did state in fact. Um, and I think that they handle business as they host Burnley at their place at the City Ground. Yeah, I think. Uh... Nottingham wins 3-1 over Luton. Oh. We got I think it, score. And Luton's goal will be like a pretty lucky yeah. lucky goal. I, I it was like a 26th minute deflection off of a shot. You know, Maybe like, even oh. own, I don't know. Own goal yeah, deflection. Nottingham, Nottingham seals it. They handle the game. Yep. And then uh, what would have looked like a really good match at the beginning of the season. Chelsea hosting Arsenal. But Chelsea's not good. We figured that out. Uh, I have it as a very strange 2-4 victory for Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. 3-1 to one Chelsea win. That's what I have. Whoa. Chelsea so- have won their last two. And they have gotten seven points of their last possible 12. 
won they're, their last two. Won their last two. It was Burnley and Fulham, dude. I think that that gives them the confidence they need. And I think Arsenal is going to overlook them. I think it being a London I, derby, I, I think Arsenal coming off a high of beating City, international break. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of overlook Chelsea a little bit. And Chelsea come out and kick them in the teeth. Champions League coming up in the midweek. You get yeah. I mean, 3-1 seems a bit excessive. It smells like an upset. 3-1 seems a bit excessive. Like, I could see a sneak of a 2-1. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, speaking of upset, well, it's not an upset because uh, it's a draw. I do have Sheffield United getting a point out of Man U. 1-1 at Bramall Lane. Just because I want to see them suffer. I just want to see them suffer. Yeah, I have a 1-0 Sheffield United win. Oh, man. See, I always think I'm being bold with these Man U picks, and then you, I, I, I forget that you will always pick worse than I think I should. I just I don't think they're very good, and I think that Sheffield United at home has played better and they more recently. Kind of need it. They have a single point so far this season. Uh, Man U have not played well at all away. So I, I just don't see... If you if Sheffield United gives them like mm-hmm. a good ten to fifteen minutes of high level play, Manu has always decided to sit back and kind of take it. So I don't know if you, Sheffield get an early goal, they could pull it out. We 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 will see at three p.m. Eastern time, uh, exclusively on Peacock, uh, and not the free one that you get with like an Xfinity setup. You have to pay for it directly. I did find mm-hmm. that out. Uh, yeah, so they're getting some money for me. Uh, on to Sunday, the singular match on Sunday across Telemundo and USA. We've got Aston Villa hosting West Ham United. Uh, this one I think will be a, a very intriguing match, a very fun match. 2 2 draw is what I've got in the end. Yeah, I have the same prediction. Yeah, I think I both think- these sides are, are really entertaining. Uh, Upper mid table teams, lower top end teams, uh, they they the they can come out and surprise on the odd weekend, uh, and they're I think that this is equally matched sides. Yeah, two very different styles of play. For sure, Aston wants to have the ball, push it. West Ham's like we're cool with playing defense and doing and we'll counter, and it's been working for them. I mean, they're yeah. done pretty well this season. Um, and then we will, yeah, because they're both. I mean, they're both right. They're both in the hunt. I mean, Aston Villa's just got Brighton on goal difference for fifth. West Ham sitting at seventh, two points below that. So this is a pretty important match for both of them. Uh, Villa trying to hold on to that that uh that glimpsing at the European action. Uh, but then we'll move on to the last one of the weekend on Monday at three p.m. Uh, Spurs are gonna slaughter Fulham. Cool. I've got it four nil. I I literally almost wrote out four nil, but I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be two nil. It's gonna be more like the Luton and Tottenham, or like the Tottenham. What are you What are you guys even doing? Yeah, I think that they get an early goal and a late goal, but I think that now that they're on top, mm-hmm. Tottenham's not used to being on top. So I think they're going to start to show some shaky play. And they might even lose down the road here soon. But 
to this cross game, to cross sports by force kind of go into that prevent defense right you, the other thing that prevents you from doing is winning the game uh yeah. so i could yeah you i mean i i, I certainly thought that they would have beaten luton more than one nil so fulham is better than luton marginally so so you could see something like that happen if they don't come out and, and really uh press the match you know that if they're not trying to get in there and and, and exert their will over over Fulham. But yeah, we've got some good ones coming up this weekend. Uh, we will certainly see that action starting off tomorrow. Uh, uh, excited for action to be back in, in, in swing. Got some uh, Champions League stuff going on in the midweek. So we will have that covered on Monday after we do our recap of the action that occurred this weekend. Oh, sorry, Tuesday. Uh, we will have that uh, episode come out Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. That's when they get posted. Uh, anything else before we wrap up here? I was looking at Tottenham and Fulham's last five matches they played. Mm-hmm. And it's been 1-1 draw, 1-0 Tottenham, 2-1 Tottenham, 1-0 Tottenham, and then Fulham just beat Tottenham in the EFL Cup. That doesn't mean a ton. But in the last four Premier League games, it's been one goal, win, or a draw. So they seem to be close in these uh, London derbies here. Two London derbies in one weekend. Imagine that. But you're sticking with the 2-0. I'm sticking with 2-0. Sticking with the 2-0. Can't move you off that, though. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we will go ahead and watch that action as it happens and be back with you here on Tuesday. In the meantime, why don't you go ahead and grab some coffee, preferably like a nice dark roast. Watch some soccer, and we'll see you.